you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Elliott gets it, and the touchdown. Second and goal, pass, caught, touchdown, Chicago. Allen Robinson, he keeps again. One-on-one, tackle missed, touchdown, Trubisky. What a night for number 10. Mitchell Trubisky, I remember that guy. The Chicago Bears quarterback with the 23-yard touchdown run that essentially iced the game for the Chicago Bears, who are alive suddenly in the NFC after a 31-24 win over the Cowboys, who, you know what? Stank! (laughs) Here in the Throwback Podcast Garage, contractually obligated to call it that, with... For the first time ever, as he prepares for his first throwback pot ever, Greg Rosenthal, big, welcome to the garage, buddy. Big times. Big change. <laughs> you know, Mark's got the long form. I'm stepping in. I'm loving it. I'm wearing like a Bears-ish that. jacket that we got in London. And uh, what a night to do it. Mitchell Trubisky, we were all wrong about you, buddy. What a night for Mark to to not be on the show also, because that for me, that's the big takeaway. And, and we know how... The NFL media sphere works. Again, the biggest story probably will be tomorrow morning, the Cowboys in a free fall. And that is that is a big story considering all the expectations and where they were back in September. Uh, but to me, the big story here is that Mitchell Trubisky with a 23 for 31, 244-yard, three-touchdown performance, averages eight yards per attempt, running the ball again, runs for 63 yards, including that touchdown that you heard. He might be playing himself back into the future plans of the Bears. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to suggest that that's now in play, which you would have never, ever even considered three weeks ago, unless you still think that's not possible. No, I think it's in play because, you know, he's under contract and what are they going to do? He's going to be part of the mix on the bench. Right. And I, I think that I think that's a possibility, depending on how the next three weeks go. And they should be open to it. Uh, but good for him for playing better. We have talked about it a little bit on the podcast that 
he has been running a bit more, but this is the game where I think they looked at the matchup and they just thought this Cowboys team struggled with Jeff Driscoll running. They struggled with Josh Allen running. Let's let Mitchell be Mitchell. That's that's what he does best. And the Cowboys didn't do anything all night. You could hear Troy Aikman. Oh, just Troy's dying. Being frustrated though about the the Cowboys defense more than anything because the Cowboys. So they and he come, looks Troy looks so good too with did. the jacket and the hoodie. That was like the coolest Troy Aikman ever looked. And then the Cowboys. What do you got in your notes? I, I'm just flipping my notes around to Dan just so he can see. In cap, the only <laughs> yes. thing in capital letters, Troy, nice hoodie slash jacket slash sweater combo. Yeah, I'll throw it back to you. I just want to point out that the, the, the program starts with the greatest Cowboys quarterback ever, arguably, looking cooler than he ever has. And then Dallas promptly goes on a 17-play, 75-yard touchdown drive that ends with that Zeke touchdown you heard off the top. It's the longest opening drive in yardage and time of the season, spanning nine minutes. And everything is going their way, and then everything explodes. And they get an interception on their first drive on defense. But that was still a bad sign because the Bears were moving the ball. And what Troy was frustrated about, I think, was the defense, which is coordinated by Rod Marinelli and, and Chris Richard. And they're, in their minds, what they would call right. it, like an execution defense. You know, Richard comes from Seattle where, okay, we're not going to mix it up too much. We're going to bend but don't break. But what we're going to do is play fast and we're going to execute, you know, and we're going to be great at tackling and fundamentals and we're going to have, you know, the ball in front of us so we can force big plays. And, like, none of that is happening. Like, they're counting on them to fly around and make tackles. And Trubisky had a great uh, night numbers-wise, and he ran the ball well. But he didn't have to make that many tough throws. I mean, I'm not trying to rain on the parade, but there was a lot of, like, third and fives where he just threw it to a guy that's wide open, and he had clearly defined reads, and it reminded me a little bit he of made the some Bears. tough throws in big spots. He had a couple, like, low percentage, you know, where he, where he snuck it in there. But for the most part, it reminded me of the Bears last year where Matt Nagy created big plays for him. I mean, that, nothing wrong with that. I mean, they went up, they dominated. So it's not, I'm not, like, saying anything about them, but the Cowboys' defense has been pretty trashy all year. Yeah, and that's been a huge disappointment because we saw that as a position of strength. I think Leighton Vander Esch being out with this neck injury plays a role, but it probably shouldn't explain why it's been this bad because they could not get a stop. I mean, even when they got back into the game, I, I thought, you know, I'll remember the game for Trubisky's great play, but also I just the Cowboys, a, a team that just, you know, obviously is in such a deep funk that when they finally get back into that game with the second Zeke touchdown, they go for it on fourth down. And I think it pulled them within, what was it, 10 points? They got it back down to 10 points. Yeah. And then what does Brett Marr do? He kicks, he kicks the damn ball out of bounds, <laughs> setting up the Bears at the 40, and then Trubisky leads them right down for another touchdown. This has been a team-wide collapse uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. And, and you wonder, again, what happens uh, with Jason Garrett and with Jerry Jones. The patience obviously has to be either out or running out. And I think Troy Aikman and, and, you know, we talk about the way he looks and all this stuff, but he's nobody's more plugged in than Troy when it comes to Cowboys business because he's a fan. He loves he loves that team. And he makes the point uh, as the game is kind of time running out. And this is a quote. Who on that staff has earned the right to be the interim coach? I can't think of one guy. And that's going to bat for his boy, Garrett. But also, you know, you know, pointing out that there's there, there's really no magic fix, no matter who you brought in. This team is a team that had so much hope and so much um, anticipation that this would be a year. And it's going down the drain. Well, it might also just be 
paraphrasing something he heard from Stephen Jones. <laughs> yeah, on the you phone know what with I mean? Jarrah because last night because, over Jer- because Jerry Jones, uh, you know, there was a report by Adam Schefter last week, which Adam, you know, re-upped tonight. That said, no matter what, the the Cowboys are not going to fire Garrett during the season, and maybe that's their reasoning, assuming they stick to that. I don't, you know what? I'm not going to. Demar has been a disaster. It wouldn't have matter. At no point was this Cowboys defense no. going to stop it. If you think just fitting, is the, all. yeah. The it was ten seven, and that was Liam pretty late in the second quarter, and that's when Dak and uh, the fullback Omawale were not on the same page on a third down that should have been a layup, and then Mar misses the kick, and then the Bears go right go down the field, and they have a first and fifteen at the twenty four yard line with thirty seconds left in the half. You do not expect to give up no. a touchdown in that situation, and so you give up a touchdown, then you come out of halftime. And the Cowboys give up a seven and a half minute touchdown drive where th- that's the drive I'm thinking of where Trubisky didn't really have to do much in that drive where he was either running or getting layups on third downs. And they're picking on Jalen Smith and he gets a touchdown to Allen Robinson with Jalen Smith on him. It was a rough, a rough night for Jalen Smith. And it's just like they knew the matchups. The, this was a coaching game. And I think that's going to be something in Jerry Jones's mind that Nagy kept identifying matchups in the side of the field and the play calling was doing a lot of the work for them. And we talked about it on the Thursday, um, you know, week 14 preview episode. I, I was saying that just talking about the Raiders and how they, they look like they're in the tank, but you never know in the NFL things happen, change so quickly. And when it, just when you're sure of something, what's the old Roddy Piper line? Just when I had all the answers, they changed up all the questions. Like Ooh. that's, that's the NFL. And two weeks ago, yeah, he's the best. Two weeks ago, we're reading stories, maybe 10 days ago, about Matt Nagy's going to give up the play calling. And I think that was obviously a ridiculous notion. But also, Trubisky, to me, confidence is such a big part of this. And it it goes for like anything in life. But you could tell that he was playing without any confidence. And he's already not uh, a gifted player physically, like the best quarterbacks in the league, but you could see the way he's carrying himself on the field. It's with confidence. And that was a takeaway from me. And then back on the Cowboys side of it, I just want to, you need a big performance from your big guys in a really important game. And Zeke Elliott, he had that one big run, but he still finished with just 81 yards. I know they got behind on the score, uh, but he's five straight games under a hundred yards rushing. Um, Prescott, I thought, missed throws and never really got into a groove. He had a, a garbage time touchdown to Amari Cooper. Cooper, he hasn't had a big game in a while. Michael Gallup's the only guy that really flashed to me on their offense today. Yeah, Dak's timing was off. I think Dak's had a really good season. I had him in the MVP race you know, two weeks ago. Um, but Kurt Warner pointed out a couple times when, when he's taking drops and the timing was just off on third and four, there were some situations where... It's like Cooper was singled up on Buster screen on third down one on one, and Dak doesn't even look to him. It, Dak to me has been a very streaky quarterback in his career, and the last three weeks has been a rough streak against good defenses. And that's the thing with where I where I mention you know worry about if you're a Bears fan. It's like yeah, Trubisky's playing better, but you have the Packers next. Maybe not the toughest matchup in the world. I think that. That's a winnable game. But then you have the Chiefs. That's a tough one. And you have the Vikings to finish it out. And even if you won all three of those, that might not be enough. If you're a Bears fan, then you're happy you get to play the two teams 
in your division that are in front of you. That's actually what you want because that's that's, that's their only chance that they would have to come. The, the fact that we even talking about right. them as like a playoff team, their playoff uh, contention is ridiculous. They're now at seven, seven and six, uh, four wins in five weeks. They're up to the eighth seed. They got the Rams and the Vikings ahead of them in the wild card. You know, crazier things have happened. It's still such a brutal schedule, like you're saying. that. And they lost Roquan Smith today, although the guy who came in for The peck him, injury, too, which you never like to hear. It probably... Usually that means you're not coming back, that it's a torn uh, muscle, but you, you never know. Uh, but, yeah, the guy who came in, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, was awesome tonight. And they've got... They've actually... At the very least, if any talk, which I didn't believe that Nagy and Ryan Pace, their GM, were going to be in trouble, that's out the window. They're they're going to be fine. Trubisky maybe gets a little uh, longer rope next year. But the crazy thing is the Cowboys are still in first place. I, I mean, it it's like as bad as it was, but I saw some you know advanced metrics site that was that said that the Cowboys. You know, playoff odds went from sixty three to fifty seven percent tonight. So it's like it barely even hurt them. They're sick. They're like they're they have a pretty good chance to host a home game in the playoffs. It's just going to come down to that Eagles game. It's so bad. As you know, I've talked about it for years on the podcast. I love the NFC East. I grew up dark times with my grandfather sitting on his brown couch drinking root beer, watching the Giants and the Redskins and all those great rivalries in the eighties. And the, the, the NFC East has never been won with an 8-8 eight and eight record. And uh, this is a tweet from Rich Eisen, actually. For that streak to continue, Dallas must finish 3-0 and and or Philly 4-0. and uh, They both have won one in the last four games. And the Washington Redskins and the Giants are the other two uh, teams in the division. I mean, it's just it's hard to believe that it's come to this in this division. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mentioned on the previous show, their, the out-of-division record is – potentially going to be the worst in NFL history for the NFC East. And this doesn't help it. I mean, so many teams have had their best win of the season against the Cowboys. (laughs) Even my team. Every week. No, the Jets, (laughs) the Patriots. I, as a Patriots fan, I kind of felt like that was their best win because at the time I'm like, well, the Cowboys have a good offense. That's a legitimate team. The Patriots really haven't been beaten many legitimate teams. That was Kirk Cousins' big primetime moment. They get Mm. their win. Uh, against the Vikings. Who am I forgetting here? Last week, the Cowboys lose that game. Um, uh, hummer, hummer, hummer. To the Bills. Bills. On Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's their biggest. So this is like every team. And this was, I know the Bears beat the Vikings early in the year. Uh, it's like when Chase Daniel. But no, this was the Bears' best win of the year. It's like the Cowboys are the feel-good team. It's like you play them and you're like, hey, maybe we're legit. We beat the Cowboys. Or maybe now as a Patriots fan, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, maybe it doesn't mean much. I know they're they're kind of a tough team to figure out, and uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like the numbers, we we keep on putting on Garrett too, and I'm sure they could do better with a better head coach. But is there something more to this? Did we overrate the talent on the field? Certainly not the skill players on offense. We know how good their big uh, holy trinity is, but maybe on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive line, like what what well, the is line it is that's worse. not working? Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick. Uh, one of which is you know maybe going to the Hall of Fame and Smith or has a chance and Frederick who's been an All Pro they're not as good as they used to be so the line isn't as good but it's still 
quite good. I think it's more of a culture thing. We talk, you know, Wes and I fought about this in the offseason. It's one of my tropes I keep going to because it always hits. The Cowboys always blow it the year after their good year. Oh, the yeah, year that always, they're expected always. to be good and they're feeling themselves. They're such big stars there. You know, Jane Slate, yeah, they got Jane Slater shows. They got it all. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're like they're they're gods and they I don't know. There's something about them that they uh, they read their own press clippings or something. Um, let me just throw out a couple more stats that jumped out to me. When they had uh, that interception of Trubisky, which was a beautiful, the rare toe-drag swag by a cornerback. Right. Excellent. That was their first takeaway in 263 snaps spanning five games. So there's a problem as well. You gotta, your defense has to make plays and, and make game plays that set up your offense. It's all, it all ties together. And then the other big stat, so they went four for four. On, on third down on that 17-play initial drive, they went 0 for their next 10. They, the offense just Oof. went in the tank. In the tank. As, as Mitch Trubisky went up and down the field in a game the Cowboys needed. Right. What else needs to be said? Right. Uh, like There was a key third down conversion by the Bears when Michael Bennett uh, had his 7,000th uh, <laughs> like, uh, encroachment penalty. God, of his I love, career. I no love one, watching Michael Bennett fail. There it was a lot of, I mean, now that he's an good. ex-Patriot, I don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> like, there was a lot of Michael Bennett getting up off the ground after right. a big And looking Cowboys. dumbfounded. <laughs> like, in this game. I've got something for you, though, that I thought maybe you were going to. Other big-time Roddy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper quotes. You don't throw rocks at a man with a machine gun. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, you don't. I'm so quick I can spit in the wind, duck, and let it hit the old lady behind me. <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> See, aren't you happy you got my Wi-Fi password now? I'm the, I'm the reason Hulk Hogan lost his hair. Ooh, that's I good. I can't really deliver it the same way. No, but Roddy, Roddy was Roddy he was kid. a guy. Um, all right. Any, anything else, Greg? No. I feel good for I, you know We know a lot of Bears fans. It's, yeah, sometimes in a totally miserable season, if they just give you at least a couple little moments, at least, at least this is what you want. Or at least it didn't go to five and eleven total misery. They give you a little. Something. That's what I was saying with the Jets. So I really was hoping they would beat the Bengals last week. You know, relevant December football. You don't even right. have to get to the playoffs. Just give me something where they're not playing out the string. The Bears are not playing out the string. Did we watch a playoff team tonight? No, not with their schedule. Oh, the, no. I see what you're doing here. No, I've been keeping the Eagles. <laughs> Off of the uh, chopping block, and so I'm sticking with that. That I, I kept thinking the Eagles will somehow figure it out, and the Cowboys keep allowing them uh, time to do it. Well, we forked the Eagles and the Bears. Wait, so, we didn't fork the Eagles. Oh, I, we didn't. I kept them clean. That was we the did thing. Fork I kept, the Bears, though. Yeah, I kept I kept fighting to still keep them alive because I, I still thought they they maybe they get in. All right, there we go. Greg, you're now going to stay in the garage. That's the big news tonight. Yeah, my buddy Arcade Bob. Arcade Fire. Yep, throwback pod. We're going to tape uh, Funeral, the debut album from Arcade Fire. That's one of the bands that, in the Venn diagram, both of us love a little AF. One of the defining albums of the aughts. Has to be. Bob, What I mean, the door's squeaky. We're trying to do an NFL pocket. People actually listen to the show, Bob. Cowboys suck. Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> All right, next time you hear... Uh, from us, we'll be with the whole gang on Sunday night, wrapping up the rest of the Week 14 action. Uh, but t- until then, this is Dan Hamza signing off for The Old Boss. Till Sunday night.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.